Welcome to BSR, where we get our friends to talk about stuff they'll probably enjoy but wouldn't have brought up themselves. BS Reactor is recorded in a socially distanced quasi-studio to keep everyone here safe. The following is Rated R. We tried to shoot for PG-13, but come on, there's profanity in the title. What were you expecting? We absolutely suck at avoiding spoilers, so we're not even going to try anymore. You have been warned. Thanks for listening. We appreciate it. Welcome to the podcast. Today we have... This is Evan. This is Pat. Jasmine. Anne. And Isaac. So imagine they've announced another season of a show that already exists. Like they've been doing remakes for a while, but imagine your favorite show or like a show that you're really interested in got one more season and you knew without a doubt that it was going to be great. They were going to get the right writers. They were going to get the right cast. Everything was going to align. It was going to win awards. Best thing ever. But what show would you want that to be to? Is it okay if mine already starts by breaking the rules? <laughs> you know what? Sure, I, mean, <laughs> I would like to replace the last season of Eureka. I never made it to the end of that. So that's a sci-fi show, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, it was, it was really good. There's a lot of goofy science fiction bullshit that doesn't really make any sense because it's not supposed to. Oh, yeah. A lot of, but it's like, you know, you have like your dumb everyman cop who's clever, but not book smart. Who figures things out because all the book smart people fucked it up. <laughs> and a lot of just wild stuff like the scenarios they get in are crazy. The situations they have are wild. You can kind of go anywhere, do anything because it's supposed to be unlimited, budgeted, crazy science research, right? Mm-hmm. And somewhere toward the end of that, they had a go back in time thing. And they came back to like an altered reality because things changed in the past and tried to integrate into it. It's like the four characters that went came back normal and everybody else is completely different. And that never worked out. No, it never does. When they when they start reaching into time travel or getting actors to play the different but same characters. Yeah. Something I, always goes. Yeah, like, like I'm the father of the, the person. It's just like half person. the performances weren't convincing. And then like it destroyed yeah. every character dynamic that had been yeah. built that far, except between the people that were like. And then the people that are there don't have any character growth with each other because now they're just like behind enemy lines okay. together, more or less. Okay, yeah. So you're saying the last season of Eureka would be like, OK, the I want to delete that season. Exist. Yeah, and then make a good this. one. Okay, that's <laughs> like right, that makes yeah, sense. time travel and a non-time travel show is garbage. I mean, time travel is a thing that happens, but it just like it rewrote so many characters that they were pointless. Like they took four seasons of stuff yeah. that happened, and we're like, because mm. that that seems like they did it because they ran out of ideas. Yeah, they had things where like people changed stuff or rewrote memories or whatever that like worked on small scale. But when you make that the focal point of the show. Yeah. 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 I, my example of this was uh, Xena Warrior Princess. Huh. They uh, completely rewrote one of the characters. Like she had amnesia or some oh. shenanigans. <laughs> Uh, her her partner, yeah, um, wasn't it Danielle? Oh, Gabrielle, Gabrielle, yeah, Gabrielle. Yeah, yeah, she was all like she, she was all timid. less interesting. Yeah, because when yeah. she when she was like all timid, and all of a sudden they rewrote her, and she's like, "I'm a badass now." Yeah. And you're like, "And I, I eat people or whatever." Uh, like, but, but we have a badass. Yeah, yeah like, her name is Zena, Zena. warrior <laughs> princess. She's supposed to be the foil. Now we yeah. have two foils. Yeah, congrats. Yeah, I I also want to say that I haven't seen that series in probably two decades. So <laughs> for all the Xena fans, I'm I sorry. Think, I think Xena's on Peacock. Is it? Oh, okay. 
I just cannot bring myself to give a shit about another network streaming service. I just can't do it. I can. I can because it's free. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. It has Murder, She Wrote. So. All 12 no. seasons. Okay. I'm so excited. Okay, no. Speaking of things that need another season, we need a season where they find out that Jessica Fletcher's been the killer the entire oh my time. Right? Right? Yeah. She has so. literally killed everybody. If you've actually watched to like through the twelfth season and seen it end, it does. It, they don't wrap up the series in any At way. All. It's just a. It's just another episode. Yeah. yeah. So I would like another season where maybe we find out that Jessica's the murderer always, or maybe it just but like feels like her novels are the way she rationalizes and rewrites the events in her head. <laughs> they do have several episodes that are her books. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So maybe it's like a which ones are books, which ones are her life mm-hmm. kind of. There's also a thing. lot of people who are like, so a lot of people die around you, lady. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Should I be I worried? Be, like, how I'd is there scared, still a population yeah. in Cabot Cove? Yeah. Yeah. Because don't. Because <laughs> is she seasons, like like Doctor Sleep or something? Or it's like you show she up and like a lot oh, of God. time in New York. <laughs> Yeah, yeah cause, cause because there's nobody left in Cabot exactly. Cove. Exactly. <laughs> That's how they were able to keep going. Yeah, didn't someone do a study like Cabot Cove is like the most dangerous town or city in the <laughs> Based world? Based on population. Based yeah. on population, yeah. And mine... It's me that's doing that. Oh, yeah. Okay. Mine, <laughs> that's why. But yeah, she, she had to do it. And why do the cops just allow her to come on these cases? I mean, she kind of forces her way in if you see the episode. Yeah. Because she knows a guy. Because it's like, he's a, like an no, go home. Series. And she's like, actually. Yeah. Well, it's like another movie, another show is like that, which makes a little bit more sense because of who the main character's son is, is the show Diagnosis Murder. And we used to watch that show. Oh no. yeah. With so Dick, the son is the cop yeah. and his dad's the, the yeah. doctor. Where Dick Van Dyke is the doc yeah. head of head of the hospital or whatever, and his son, yeah. who is Dick Van Dyke's real son, is like is a lieutenant cop. So that makes a little bit more sense because his son's a cop and his son comes and be like, hey, yeah, yeah. But he kind of does the same thing where he kind of just imposes himself onto the investigations <laughs> himself too. Or psych, psych, old man. For that matter. Yeah. Uh, you guys so, ever watch Psych? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's kind of the same thing where but, he's just like the psychic that keeps showing up for some reason. Yeah, but at least on that though, his friend is a cop and he comes with him. See, no. Jeff, no. No. Him. His friend is also just a random hanger. His, okay, actually, no, never mind. The cops hate him. Oh, yeah, okay. So they all hate him. <laughs> his dad is a retired cop. I yeah, that's yeah. kind of what I was going his with. His friend is the re- is a pharmaceutical salesman for a lot of the series. Yeah. Oh, okay. So never mind then. <laughs> like they eventually get to a point where the cops work with him, but Mostly they yeah. hate him and tell him to go away and he keeps showing up anyway. <laughs> or like Lucifer, if you guys have mm-hmm. seen that. Mm-hmm. But once again, he's he has a position on Lucifer. He is he made that girl make him uh was it a consultant? Consultant. Yeah. So he yeah. can at least be at least he's there, at least he has official way to be there. <laughs> Like Jessica, just like I'm a I'm a book person. I mean, in her defense, sometimes they like like folks that are involved will come to her, yeah. which is very odd. Like how everyone just gravitates towards this uh-huh. one person. Like, how bad are the and cops? Then how she bad gets are the, involved from that point? How bad are the cops that they don't even trust the cops? They say we'll go to this artist book. I, I just think like in person, Jessica Fletcher just has that like like big dick energy. <laughs> like you just can't you get you gravitate towards her. <laughs> It's gotta be something, man. That is. Oh, here's another one. The Father Downing Mysteries. Anyone see those? No. No. With Tom Bosley, the dad, the dad from Happy Days. He was a he was a, a priest. Father Downey, and he solved mysteries too. Huh. They came to him. I'm like, so there's a big thing in the 80s and early 90s of people who have professions that don't 
go with being crime solving crimes. <laughs> Honestly, I'll take those over like one of the biggest problems with America is NCIS. Because <laughs> oh, everyone thinks they know. No, because it's like there's this guy who is a federal agent of some kind of, of an agency you haven't heard of <laughs> that tramples over the rights of everyone he meets breaks all kinds of laws to do his investigation and you let him do it because he gets the guy. And he was second that for like 24 (laughs) and bones and (laughs) law and order half the time. Mm -hmm. 24 is the worst. They are the most corrupt cops I've ever seen in my life. And it's just like, oh, but they got the guy. It's like, you broke international laws. (laughs) No, who's really corrupt, who I blame a lot for a lot of issues in copying right now, Riggs and Murtaugh. From Lethal right. Weapon. Those guys in four movies have not arrested <laughs> one person. In four movies, these guys have not arrested one so person. Much collateral and damage, so much yeah. collateral damage. Literally, the point of the fourth movie was the third or fourth movie where they make them lieutenants. Fourth movie. Fourth movie where they make them like lieutenants so they can get them off the streets so they won't cause any more damage. And they still yeah, do it. Still happened. I, I feel like Marvel Civil War was more reaction to those movies than they were to the Avengers movies. Right? Because Riggs, because the only, because I've watched those movies so many times. I think I, I'm thinking back in my mind, I think the only time Riggs and Murtaugh arrested somebody was when they put them back in the third movie, when they put them back on the beat as patrol cops and they had him wearing like their old patrol cop uniforms. They arrested a guy who was, who was uh, jaywalking because he was being a dick. They arrested him and then they let him go to run after somebody to shoot somebody else. So then they, and they technically didn't arrest him. They just handcuffed him and they're like, Oh, well we're letting you go because you got off easy. This way. Yeah. Like, and they make a big point at like the NCIS I've just seen too much of. So like, that's what, like my grandparents watch it all the time. Yeah. And then like, it's one of the things that my wife just leaves on while she's doing something. Mm-hmm. So I've seen too much, but it's like, there are decent people under Gibbs. Yeah. That do shit by the book or whatever. And he constantly orders them to break laws, break the rules, trample over other law enforcement agencies. Whatever they got to do, like fucking uh, Horatio I can't remember from Miami is just as bad. Yeah. Horatio from Miami really is bad because he doesn't really do the work, but he's just randomly accusing people. And then like, hey, my team, make sure what I just randomly accuse the guy is actually right. <laughs> yeah. Like when they get the wrong suspect in those things, they always like haul him off in front of all their friends and family throw the book at him and then like leave him in questioning until they can't anymore. Like, and every time something on him, every time there's a defense attorney in that show, they treat him like the vilest scum yes. that's ever lived. Yeah, like, like the he has like scales and like blinks twice. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, Oh, he's like, my client wasn't even there. We find, we found that he had once visited McDonald's 20 miles away at this one McDonald's. So obviously he did it. It was like, we hacked into his credit card records and it says he was, it's like, you did what? You did what? <laughs> <laughs> well, that kind of goes to the whole thing about we illegally put a tracker in his car. What's up? That's like, that's like um, uh, his car was stolen a week ago. You guys refused to look for it because we knew where it was. Exactly. Well, that's just like um, you look at like I was, I'm playing the Spider-Man game, trying to figure that up. And so part of it, you're beating these people up, and you just leave them there. He goes, "Oh, I'm gonna text Yuri, who is like the cop, right?" I'm thinking to myself, all these people Spider-Man's beating up, and all the other vigilantes are beating up and leaving for the cops. They're going to get all their cases thrown out, right? Because they were caught. Because the cops, the only reason why the cops knew they were there was because the vigilante told them they were there. A masked man beat the crap out of him. Exactly. <laughs> and then left him at the station. Exactly. So how do we know? So if I was like a, a defense attorney, I would love to be in Gotham because I'd be making nothing bank. 
Because how many cases have a win because Batman beat people up and just left them there? And the cops, because the cops have no reason to know what they were doing. See, I want to pitch the show that follows like all the TV detectives or whatever, and where every criminal they ever actually put away gets off scot free in court. Yes. Because all the evidence against them is straight up illegal or forged or confessions were tortured out of them or something. No, like it the only, only works. one that bridges that was Law and Order. And yeah. then was briefly. Yeah, Law and Order did a couple stuff like that, but the, the, a lot of pre-source now that kind of thought about that and they kind of did find stuff about it. It really only works on like vigilante shows like Arrow, The Flash and stuff like that where people, they, they stop them and you're like, you're non- person you're non-official that the public has put trust in and you just happen to find these people you find people who will break the law and you just leave them there but you leave no, no evidence outside the fact that they're there but they're beat up and broken arm and stuff and i want to see people not only do they get off i want to see them sue the city for arresting them for wrongful like, yeah yeah so back to topic oh yeah back to topic. <laughs> so mine well mine would be uh Another season of The Last Airbender, the one that has Aang in it, Aang, Zuko, and other original people in it. Yeah, sure. Because I would love to see that. They had three seasons of that, and there's four yeah. elements. I really feel like there yeah, should be definitely some stuff they but, got. But, you know, the reason I didn't, obviously, really, they didn't do well, I mean, air. They had, he, they had water, earth, and fire, and then yeah. air would be the avatar trying to yeah. rebuild the world now that the war is over. Yeah, yeah that's what sense. I thought of it, because they kind of just skip what, the 50 plus years between like Aang that. and... Oh, a bunch, like more way yeah. more than that yeah between ang because it would have been yeah. ang's whole lifetime and then like cora doesn't really 16. pick up until she's 16 or so yeah, yeah. 15 16 so i would love to see that about how that happens how iroh comes back and how they he lived to becoming an actual avatar in a non how the white lotus goes from being a secret society of old men across the world mm-hmm. to like world police yes mm-hmm. That's an interesting change. And how Toph gets back together for family, how Sokka and Katara become who they are, you know, stuff basically. How the the Fire Nation rebuilds from being the bad guy for a hundred straight years. Yes. And how Zuko makes it into part of the world again. I would love to see that. And it doesn't even have to be like, they don't have to tell us everything, but kind of give us like, oh, this is how it started. And how it went to about how it got to core. I would love to yeah, see totally. that. Totally. I like I also want to see like what happened to the relationship once Aang and Katara finally got to be a thing. Yeah, like how it changed. Because yeah. we know they have kids and stuff. Yeah. Like, we know they have kids, but I want to know how it is because how Aang is an adult avatar. Yeah. Because he was like the only avatar who became the avatar before age sixteen because of the war. Mm-hmm. So, and everyone, because I remember everyone makes comment of, oh, Aang was joking around all the time and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, well, he was 12. Yeah. <laughs> he was 12. Like they told him when he was 10 or something yeah. just because. They had to. Yeah. Well, I don't think his mentor really wanted them to. I no, think he wanted no, them to no. wait. But like, they were like, oh, no. We have yeah, to because. A, <laughs> yeah, because if you look at his um, mentor, was like, no, let him still be a kid. Let him still be a kid until he, he's going to be taking care of the world soon enough let him still be a kid and they're like well we gotta do it he, he did a little bit of like the world traveling yeah, yeah he did a little bit he had but, like friends in a bunch of places yeah but it was like we gotta hurry up and do it now because fire nation's about to take us out so yeah that, that's a good one i think a lot of people would want another airbender yeah. season yeah. that wasn't cora amen yeah <laughs> ouch <laughs> 
Once again, I mean, I didn't Korra hate was, it, but it just felt like either. a different series. The problem was, is it because felt like it wasn't a, like they did too much trampling on things that they went out of their way to make sacred. Yeah, yes, for sure. Great. Like too, some of that yeah. stuff I get, like a whole police force that's metal benders. Like it took a genius yes. to figure out that you could do it. But once she could teach it, I get that. Yeah. Right. But like they put up lightning as like this thing that's like the most pure expression of firebending, very incredibly difficult and dangerous to do. Very few masters get it. Zuko never did, even though he got great at a bunch of other things. Iroh hated doing it. And like Ozai and Azula did it because they have laser fucking focus. Because they're, <laughs> yes. they're just raw evil. Right. Yeah, It was just <laughs> their right. was based so on then, like evil. there's literally just a scene in Korra where Mako fucking punches in for a nine to five at the power plant where everybody's just finger gunning lightning at a fucking coil. Yeah. And that's how they power <laughs> I mean, the city. This is like what a hundred or so plus years after or no right but I, this isn't like some technique that was just discovered and could be this was like well that's what i'm saying like i'm i'm assuming that an they impossible thing that masters from that time of yeah. like yeah, it's like being you know an impossible Avatar thing that only the great masters can handle and it's still incredibly dangerous when they do yeah it was something that wasn't created during ang's time it was past ang like back when kiyoshi was Avatar and stuff like that. Yeah, like, but it's just I mean, like a bunch of like dudes just sitting around there, like good, and yeah. lightning. It was something that people. It's like it's like if everyone was blood bending. Yeah, at like the time, blood bending two, is suddenly genetic. Yeah, that was something yeah, that and only you can that do was it kind of I'll, I'll give you that one. That <laughs> yeah, because that was the thing that only one other person who had to do it was that one girl that taught Katara that, and that was it. Those are the only two people who knew how to do it. Yeah, and they and put they put her Amon in jail forever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just like not only, but like Amon's dad could do it with his mind. Like, there's no martial arts component. There's no bending element. He just controls people's bodies with his brain and can do, like, a hundred people at once <laughs> when he's not in the room. Yeah, and it was just like... <laughs> and then, like, okay... Like, no shit, he's the criminal overlord. <laughs> <laughs> That's just, like, in Man of Steel, when Zod and his people first got out of the zone and they first got on Earth, and all of a sudden, after, like, five minutes of dealing with all the issues of getting the powers, they were able to do stuff, but Clark... Spent his whole life trying to understand those powers. Yeah. And, and all of a sudden... He's getting wrecked. Yeah, and all of a sudden they're like, oh. I mean, like, okay, well, the, the senses should have been a bigger deal. But, like, mm. if your thing is that you can fly and punch good, like, that's easy to get used to. If you're yeah. just suddenly really strong and it's harder to hurt you, like, okay. But you're dealing with... But this is, like, a complex from... martial arts form yeah. <laughs> that involves a lot of spiritual connection. <laughs> and he just wakes up one morning and is like, I can do this. Do you, think, do you think core would have been better and like instead of them focusing on all of the the superpowers and making them common do you think it would have been better if they would have like cut that back and made it even more rare do you think it would have been more compelling if they it would have just... made the steampunk world make a lot more sense yeah yeah like like he was saying where everyone was just doing lightning bending if they made it where like oh no one has done that in a while because so they that... had to develop some kind of electricity form that were like even just stuff benders can do, like excavation or whatever. Like the Earth Kingdom doesn't bother with technology for that because why would they? Yeah. But if mm-hmm. Earth benders are suddenly rare, yeah, I think I think they just juiced the powers up too much. The plot lines didn't become about developing; it became about like specific political things that were happening in the background, which are never really compelling. Like we can look at the uh, Star Wars episode one, two, and three totally. Where you open you open Star Wars episode one with a 
trade regulation yeah, trade yeah. dispute where you're sitting with tea and mm-hmm. waiting for an ambassador yeah. and, and you really have to sell something like that for it to be intriguing and like it was a chess game more like an ace right movie or something then which they have yeah i'm, I'm sure there's yeah, an ace right like, movie like yeah two of them <laughs> but yeah in, unless there's some sort of action component to that it's really going to be dull I was going to say, if we're, this is going to jump back a little bit, if we're going to follow up on people who like do a TV series that follows up on people who are wronged by TV detectives, it needs to be Phoenix Wright Ace Attorney series. Oh, (laughs) yeah. Yeah. (laughs) He wins because he's good, not because he has a case. No, yeah, because he's he's good. good. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You would need to establish like, but why? Like yeah. even political dramas like House of Cards, mm-hmm. it's not about the nuance of the political structures that are being affected. It's about like a personal drama. It's about a person expressing themselves, their desires, their wants, like their goals in life. So yeah, the what was his name? What was his name? Amon. Yeah, Amon. Yeah, his thing would be like, oh hey, I want to do this because I want to have, I want to be in power. So by doing it, I want to have, I, I don't have, I don't have bending power, but I want to rule this. And people ruling our benders, so let me go through and do this by yeah. making the non. But they should have up. led with that, yeah. And not be like, "There's a phantom menace out there yes. somewhere." <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Yeah, yeah. like it would have been better that way because only there was some sort of warning that that wouldn't work. <laughs> do you have yes. one in the in the chamber ready to go? Yes. Was thinking about two. So one is Shira. I feel like I need a season six because I need to know what happens after this mm-hmm. because the way they leave it off, they're supposed to now go now that they've defeated uh, Horde Prime, they're going to go to the other galaxies. And, you know, they mention like the last I think one of the last portions is, you know, are you ready for, you know, one last adventure sort of thing? And I'm like, yeah, OK, yeah, wait, that's, that's it's done. Oh, OK. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> But but also, have any of you ever seen Pity Dreadful? Not the new one, like the one they no. did. Okay. No. Um, I was into that, and we got about three seasons, and I think they were losing funding for it, to be completely honest, and they uh-huh. knew that it was going to end. It had already gotten canceled by the time season three hit. It was really, really rushed. You did not get to explore those things, you know, in season two that they sort of promised you would happen. And by the time the end of season three came, and I was like, well... I guess they tried to wrap it up, but yeah. yeah. So that's something I definitely would have liked to see. Like, sort of like you said, Evan, act like this one doesn't exist. Just get that out of there and then have an actual yeah. one. And then I would have been appreciative of how it ended. I would like to have follow ups, not like an additional season, but in a lot of Law and Order episodes, I want to know, I want the second part. To a bunch of them. Get some vignettes. Oh, yeah. Like, where, yeah. Where, they, where at the end, they kind of just shut off. Like, they kind of tell them what happens, and they're like, <gasps> and they kind of just yeah, leave. And it's the end of episode. The ones, and then it cuts to black. Yeah. Yeah. The ones about children. Like, is that oh. little kid a sociopath? Yeah. Is it going to be a problem that it's going on their juvenile record? Little be expunged when they're 18? Like, I want to see. The episode where that kid's 21. Because now it's been on long enough. Yeah, we, a lot of those SVU episodes yeah. would be perfect for something like that. Yeah. I'd like, I want to see... I want to see... SVU is pretty high on my list of corrupt departments. What, they uh, absolutely are. Yeah. Because yeah. it was a stabler. He, he's the one that left, right? Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. So... But he's getting a spinoff series, right? Yeah, he's getting a spinoff. I want to see him 15 years later... And how I he reacts because he happy all- addresses some of that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes, happy because <laughs> yeah. it's like you know because I want to see how they react after being in that department. 
mm-hmm. so long. Mm-hmm. Especially like Munch. Oh, Munch is one of my favorites. I really like him. Uh, yeah, I love how he's like, man, the government's bad at everything. All right, let's go kill this pedophile. <laughs> <I'm> like, what? <laughs> I would watch an entire series. It's just Fenty Tuola trying to explain the new scene on the streets. <laughs> like every time he talks about a new drug cocktail or some new thing gangs are doing or whatever, it's always like he could say anything and he would buy it. Yeah, that's yeah, his just, power. It makes it funny too because he is like the old John Mulaney joke where he says like every time Ice T's on, he sounds like he's the first time he ever heard of any any weird yes. thing that people do. And if, at first when I heard that joke, I was like, oh, he's joking. But then I actually went back and watched some of it. Ice T does play every single time someone says something. Like, wow, that really happens. They actually do that? Yeah. Yeah, like, dude, you're in the sexual crime division. You should, nothing should really surprise you that much, right? But then he's always in there. People are like, what the hell is this going on? It's like, ah, nah, man, kids in here being mixing checks mixed with hand sanitizer. <laughs> they call it brown Christmas. I think he's just playing, he's playing dumb as it's going on. He does know every, yeah, because he's like, I used to be narcotic, so I know every single drug that ever been invented or it hasn't been done yet. You this ever is a punched unicorn. You can tell by the sparkles. <laughs> <laughs> These guys have been kidnapping kids off the streets, beating them up, making them make chess pieces out their own teeth and telling them they're the king of chess island. Like, he can just do that all day. <laughs> and it's like, oh, thanks for explaining the thing we needed to know to move forward. And, and because it's him, you know it's real. Yes. Yeah. That's, that's, but then, then you ask him, like, oh, what? You mean, you mean teachers are having sex with kids? What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Half the time, I don't think that. Dick Wolf's writing that. It's just Ice-T being like, wait, what now? Hey, <laughs> <back> <laughs> <up>. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, have we destroyed what you were going for? <laughs> no, not at all. So mine, <laughs> my my add-ons, I'm going to I'm gonna throw out two here. Um, first one, I want a follow-up to A Different World. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> because I don't even know what that is. It was the follow up oh, to so the Cosby good. show. Yes. Yeah. It you was ever watched an episode? Ba- it was basically, it. Yeah. it was Denise Huxtable going to college. Yeah. And then she left after the first That's season. awful. Yeah, because, like, no, Bill, you're like wrong. she was it's Bill, amazing. Because she was the worst character on the show. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's yeah, not about her. That's it's why about, it sounds awful. It's about <laughs> yeah. the whole thing. It's, oh, yeah. it's about life at a HBCU. I'd say the Cosby <laughs> show was kind of awful. I'm just going to put that out there. Oh. I'll fight that oh, fight. Shots fired. Oh. So I, I think that Bill really tarnished the whole series because he of did. his whole thing. I he thought did. it was bad before yeah. that. Okay. That, that's <laughs> fair. I didn't watch it religiously either. Um, but a lot of people, it was like a staple of their childhood. The Unstable um, is a predator. I don't know kind if anybody of, else is But I, that. I also want to know yeah. what happened to he's, him. He's a leech. Like, as, as like an adult, like as a 30-something Theo, or 40-something. Theo, he, decided, he decided to go to college because that was the college that the girl he was interested yeah. in wanted to go to. Maxine. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they're six years apart. Oh. No, no. Uh, she was 12. Yes. When he made that choice. Yes. Cliff. Oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, Cliff was, yeah. Yeah, so he was, like, modeling his adult life after making sure this 12-year-old yep. would follow him and be in love with him. It, that's, yeah. that's the setting of the story, and that's all all these people are based around is this marriage. <laughs> and not just that, he was on every team at that university. Yeah, he was. <laughs> I'm like, how do you go, how do you work? How do you a pre-med I, and I theorized, every single thing? I theorized that Hillman was a college of five people. Maybe, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yeah, I, I, I really want to know what happened to those characters. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think it would be, it, it would be nice to have a redemption 
for mm. those those storylines to give people something to attach to. You mean how Kim is the head of medicine at Senior Sinai? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I mean, I, I want to know the rest of that story. Yeah. Um, and like, like based on the fact that there's a Roseanne show without Roseanne, like yeah. I totally mm-hmm. think this is possible. Yeah, yeah. So my second one is I want another season of Star Trek The Next Generation. Not like this like weird all access CBS all access whatever shenanigans. I want an actual season of Next Generation. Not Picard. I mean, I'll take take as many seasons of TNG as they'll give me though. For sure, yeah. They left a lot open. Like they tried to kind of close it off, but there was some like Q shenanigans. Maybe without Q. Maybe a season without Q in it would be good. But yeah, I, j- I just want everything to get wrapped up so my childhood has a conclusion finally. <laughs> yeah, I want to see what happens when they actually leave the Enterprise. Because these people are career military. We always want to say mm-hmm. explorers, but they're military. Yeah. They're career military people, right? So Riker can't, because they did a little bit with Riker about that time when he, someone asks, like, why don't you ever leave the Enterprise? He goes, well, I like it. He's like, well, you got to leave because you're preventing, that one woman's like, you're preventing other people from moving up because you're staying there. And being number one on the best ship in the Starfleet, you can pretty much have your pick of whatever ship you want. So I want to see what happens when Jordy's like, I'm tired of being just a head engineer of the Enterprise. I want to be yeah this. or Because Worf, I mean, Worf's the only one who actually we know did something because he left and went to Deep Space Nine. Mm-hmm. Like, if you want to see like Picard, eventually somebody tell Picard, yo, man, you become an admiral. You got to get off. We can't have you just... <laughs> Being the there's some being, stuff in the movies that kind of go into that. Yeah. I I want all that to be non-canonical. Though. Yeah, <laughs> it, like, it goes off the rails in a number of different directions. Yeah, a lot of the stuff in the where Data dies and comes yeah. back as whatever. But he yeah he died in the next generation. Like he was ahead for an episode. Yeah, right. Remember that with like Guinan in the past. So all lot. right, deep lore. Yeah, <laughs> a lot to remember. Yeah, for sure. But anyway, that's that. That was my two. <laughs> I, I just want to kind of I just want to see episode. I know it's part of it's part of the mystery. Going back to what you're talking about, mystery. <laughs> I want to know an episode where Guinan first met Picard. That's all I want. I'm pretty sure they just met at a bar. <laughs> probably. <laughs> Even if it's just that, I just want to know. But like you said, it's you probably they did on like purpose. Take down that mm-hmm. would be golden looking piece. <laughs> <laughs> With something as big as big as Next Generation, though, I feel like a lot of things are mystery because they didn't couldn't get around to it, and yeah. a lot of things oh, are inconsistent sure. because there's too many things to get, keep track of. There's also a lot of stuff that no one wants people to follow up on, like Wesley. No, no one cares. Why do people hate Wesley? Why do people hate Wesley? I thought he was a good character. Well, we I also looks really like, like his douche. sweater. <laughs> <laughs> that weird sweater. Great sweater. You could have put a different kid in that sweater, though. Like every episode. <laughs> All right, Sheldon. I feel like I feel like. Oh, he's a kid. You know, I was like, he was supposed to be annoying. He was a kid who was a genius. Yeah. He was a genius kid who was smarter than the people, than the adults he was with. So of course those adults didn't like him. Also, who's he hanging out with? It's not yes. like he's like well socialized. Yes. Or, like he's annoying because I like, feel like Beverly was a bad role model. She was because yeah. she because yeah. he hung out more with he hung out with his best friend was a robot and a guy who wore a visor who apparently never got booty. 
right? I would Jordan actually, Jordan Jordan Jordan. Jordan. I would actually keep Wesley if I can get rid of Deanna Troy. Shut your mouth. <laughs> I Deanna, Deanna. Deanna, don't tell the Captain Troy. You know, actually, oh, there was yeah. a, there is a plot line for a little while there where mood rings came back into style and Counselor Troy lost her job. I do like the episode, though, where uh, Picard was on that secret mission and they had another guy as a captain. And she came and started talking to him. He goes, first of all, why aren't you in uniform? Because <laughs> she's like, like the only officer who just wears whatever she feels like. And Picard's just like, all right, cool. You know, you're doing He just let her She'll do be it. like, I sense traces of hostility here. And it's like, we're in the middle of the <laughs> battlefield. There's debris everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Deanna, sit down. Or I love how she was empathic, but it, every time, like, because they had to write her that way because... She were literally there would be no episodes if she did it the way she's supposed to because every time they come to like she like Captain something's weird here I don't trust that he like all right let's go the other way because otherwise <laughs> if she didn't because that's why all of a sudden she's like oh my head hurts oh or I'm out because they really like mystery now they yeah. downplayed in the later seasons yeah because <laughs> she would because she would totally make ninety percent of their missions and episodes non-issues but evan the way you talk makes me think you also didn't like heart on captain planet uh no see and i think mati was fine i i feel like the element of heart was brutally underutilized like he was made into the lame one it didn't have to be (laughs) He controls animals. Right. To make him the lamer on a team with Wheeler on it. I don't know how that okay. happened. Okay. So why is that Wheeler was a planeteer? I understand. He's all, just a pyro. <laughs> no, no, seriously, because I understand four of the five. Because Monty made sense because he cared about animals and stuff. Linka cared about air pollution. Gee cared about the water. And Kwame cared about Earth because he was a farmer. What did Wheeler care about? Wheeler cared about being American. Yeah, yep. like, all Wheeler cared about right. was like, oh man, I'm from New York and capital so, interest. So when so when Guinness sent the stuff out, it made sense why she sent the four of them. So why did she send the Wheeler? Did you say Guinan? Guinan, sorry, <laughs> it was the same right. voice, was it? I don't. Didn't we'll be doing voice? Sure, yeah, she did. Yes, yeah, we'll be doing voice. Okay, we're just gonna make Gia. Uh, God, what's her name? Gaia. Gaia. Well, Gaia <laughs> sent it out, right? Literally <laughs> the planet. Yeah. Well, she sent out the thing. She sent the people, four people that made sense. She sent the Wheeler. She told me there's no one else in New York who's like, man, we should make more green space here or something. Or I'm very I'm passionate about this because because he had a fiery personality. Any okay. of those teen team up things like Power Rangers? Wouldn't they have like green berets and stuff doing? Why do you need? Why do you need kids with attitude? Right? You don't need a spunky tween for this. You right. need a comeback medic. That, that is something I'm totally not. Gonna... What's a kid gonna watch? That is true. Uh, a team. Oh my god, that was Whoopi Goldberg. Yeah, yeah, okay, it was same yeah. person. So, but yeah, I'm gonna say like Wheeler was like you could have got some other person who was, had fiery spirit that cared about the planet. Yep. Like who did protests or something. All Wheeler did was get in a fight. Mm-hmm. And then, cause then. No argument here. And let's explain. And that, this is my disappointment with Hart. Is they somehow made Mati the lame one and a team with Wheeler on it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying he's a bad character. I'm saying he was shafted. He was because all he really was like, I mean, oh, let's contact The evidence people. seems to be that way. Oops. I'm confused why you don't also then feel like Deanna Troy's character was shafted <laughs> when they, they have because, similar powers. Because when you remove the parts where she got screwed over, there's nothing left. 
What's Monty it? has like a basis. It, the Troy's, basis is the monkey. Troy, Diana needed a monkey. That's what I'm understanding. Troy was just like there to obfuscate the plot. <laughs> what if Troy had a sock puppet for therapy? Like to express your emotions was on she, the puppet? Then you wouldn't need Troy anymore. You'd have was the she sock even puppet. A good, was Troy was she, even a good counselor? No. No. God, God no. Yeah. I knew why she was there. I knew why she was there. She she needed to be there. She definitely but, caused a lot more interpersonal issues than she, she solved. solved. <laughs> Maybe conflict therapy a, was her thing. It's like, <laughs> they just fight it out. That'd be cool. reactor is recorded in a socially distanced quasi-studio because it's 2020 out there and the Rona's for real. All voices, music, and mixing is done by us, all rights reserved. Contact the show on social media or our website with comments or questions. Thanks for joining us.